Ah, uh, for the sixth time now, I get to bring exclusive NASCAR talk from NASCAR sources and other news media that all of you diehard fans love to enjoy. This is Junior NASCAR Fan Talk Pod with Dawson Lawrence. And uh, I am your host, as always, Dawson Lawrence. Um, first off, uh, happy Monday. Uh, start of another uh, brand new week, and I know that a lot of folks out there, including myself sometimes, uh, Mondays can feel a little bit more like mud and lamb, uh, but I think today's been a good day so far, at least for me. I hope the same is going good so far for you guys. So, uh, we got quite a bit of NASCAR news to cover uh, today. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump straight into it. Uh, we're starting off with the NASCAR Camping World Trucks. Uh, they just got done racing uh, this past Friday night at Gateway uh, Motorsports Park. Um, and it was their first uh, first round of the playoffs. Uh, so, it's pretty cool in itself as well. Um, so, let's go ahead and... You know, start off by reading the top ten finishing results. Uh, Sheldon Creed uh, goes for a back-to-back um, in the number two Chevrolet. Uh, he, uh, again, he won. Uh, Matt Crafton uh, in the 88 Toyota finishes second. Ben Rhodes third. Stuart Friesen fourth. Johnny Sauter in fifth. Uh, Chase Purdy in sixth. Haley Deegan, shout out to her for getting her first top ten on a non-super speedway uh, track. Uh, there were three other uh, female truck drivers that got their first top tens, but they were all at Daytona. So uh, shout out to Haley Deegan for actually showing some skill um, and some good speed. Uh, and again, she placed seventh. Uh, right behind are Carson Hosevar in 8th, Austin Self um, in ninth in the 22, and then Jay Wood in the 24 truck in 10th. I believe his first name was Josh. I'm not exactly 100% sure, so I'll just refer to him as Jay Wood until I figure it out. So, uh, yeah, like I said, a great uh, NASCAR-filled uh, uh Friday night for the trucks. Uh, had that crazy power outage for a while there. Um, and when they finally, even when they finally got back up and running, uh, some parts uh, of the area still didn't, didn't work. Uh, the scoring pylon wasn't working for a while there after they uh, went back green. And uh, some crew chiefs were, were not able to relay any. Uh, bits of information to their drivers um, as an unfortunate result. So, uh, but obviously, they finally got all that fixed. And uh, just a crazy, crazy uh, time period as far as the power outage goes. I heard it was because of a fire that was not by the racetrack that had somehow gotten up to the uh, telephone uh, pole or transformer lines that were linked to the uh, racetrack facility, and that's what I caused the power outage from what I heard. So, uh, 
Yeah, so anyway, uh, again, yeah, crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. Right, well, without further ado, let's go ahead and read uh, for you the NASCAR current uh, in the trucks, uh, the current playoff standings. Um, hang on one second. I'll go ahead and read off the playoff uh, championship contenders first, and then we'll I'll try and get to the uh, their current points um, after Gateway. My phone will cooperate for. Um, okay, so for those of you that are really not familiar that much. If you're getting into NASCAR and you've become a fan of the sport uh, recently, um, if you were a diehard fan for over 10 years like I am, then you'd, of course, have a lot better understanding of how the playoffs work. Um, however, if you're just getting new to it recently, uh, you might not know how the format is. Uh, so for the trucks... Uh, Just like Xfinity and Cup, uh, it consists of three rounds. But the first round is a round of ten, round of eight, and championship four. So after the first round, only two drivers get eliminated. Then it goes on to the round of eight and then to the round of four. And uh, so uh, in the tracks, uh, the tracks for this year, Okay, the round of 10 starts at Gateway. Obviously, they just had that uh, last Friday. And then the next tracks are Darlington and Bristol. And then, like I said a second ago, uh, two drivers are eliminated um, from the round of 10 once it concludes. And then the round of 8 goes to uh, Vegas, Talladega, one of my personal favorite tracks on the circuit. Um, and Las, uh, I just said Las Vegas, Vegas, Talladega, and Martinsville are the round of eight. And then four drivers are eliminated, obviously, because it was the round of eight. And then the championship four, um, as last year as well, will be held at Phoenix on November 5th. Let's go ahead and take a look at the, uh, current, uh, playoff, uh, contenders. Um, I'll go ahead and read the, uh, total points for each driver too because I mean it's already there so why not uh, by the way this is um, source uh, m.nascar.com so uh, John Hunter Nemechek um, is currently in the lead with 2,049 points in his number 4 Kyle Busch Motorsports truck uh, second place is Austin Hill with 2,021 total points. And then number 16, Yoda. Third is Ben Rhodes with 2,019 points. And the number 99, Thor Sport Racing Toyota. Fourth is Todd Gillins with 2,015 points. Excuse me. And he is in the 38 front row uh, forward. Uh, Sheldon Creed, the winner of Friday's uh, Gateway Race, is in fifth. Is 2,011 total points. 
in his number two GMS Racing Chevrolet. Six is Zane Smith. If you ever heard in Practical Jokers, the part where Sal calls James Smith, he's like, James Smith. Well, in this case, it's Zane Smith. Uh, <laughs> all right, got sidetracked. I'm sorry, guys. I love the show on Practical Jokers so much. But uh, anyway, back on NASCAR. This is not the Jokers pod. This is the NASCAR talk pod. So uh, sixth place is Zane Smith with 2,009 total points and a 21 also GMS Racing Chevy. Uh, seventh is Matt Crafton with 2,004 points. And then number 88 racing a uh, Thor Sport racing Toyota. It's so fitting that, you know, some of these total points for each driver literally lines up in actual years. 2004 and then 2009, 2011. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Getting sidetracked again. Sorry, guys. Uh, number eight uh, is Carson Hosovar with 2,002 total points in the 42 Nice Motorsports Chevrolet. Ninth is Chandler Smith with 2,001 points and the number 18 KBM Toyota. And finally, the round out the top 10, also with a total of 2,001 points, is Stuart Friesen. And the number 52, uh, Hallmar Racing Toyota Tundra. So those are your current playoff uh, leaders for um, Gateway. Well, they're updated, of course, after the race. So, uh, let's go ahead and uh, break into uh, the Xfinity Series. Uh, like I said, we have quite a bit to cover uh, in this podcast here today uh, because so much happened throughout the three days of NASCAR racing action. So, uh, for the Xfinity Series, the top ten uh, finishing uh, drivers... A.J. Allmendinger, man, that guy has been on a roll here recently. Uh, two straight wins now in the Xfinity Series. Uh, it's, you know, last weekend coming in uh, um, Indianapolis Road Course. That's right. Okay, so the Indy Road Course. Uh, A.J. in the Xfinity Series got that last Saturday, of course. And then also on Sunday in Cup, too, he got... The win as well there in the road course um, event. And then he wins again on Saturday at Michigan. That guy's been on a roll. Uh, second was Brandon Jones in the 19 Yoda. Third, Noah Gregson. Fourth, Josh Berry. Uh, not in his usual car. He is filling in for Michael Annette right now. Um, we did in that race. Fifth is Harrison Burton. Sixth, Jay Allgaier. 7th, Riley Herbst. 8th, Brett Moffitt. 9th, uh, Jay Bufford. I think his name's Justin, but again, I'm not sure, so I'm just going to call it Jay Bufford for right now. And then 10th is Bubba Wallace Jr. Uh, Daryl Wallace Jr. Obviously likes to be called Bubba Wallace. Well, technically... um. Okay, never mind. I completely got off to a different uh, subject here. All right, so let's go ahead and take a look at the um, current Xfinity playoff standings. And again, the source of me reading these points uh, off to you guys 
It's none other than uh, NASCAR.com. My dead gum phone will load. Okay, uh, my phone's taking quite a bit to load now for some reason, and I do not understand why. Uh, I do apologize for that, folks. Let me try and figure this out. The connection might be poor right now. Well, anyway, to pass the time, uh, while we wait for this stupid phone of mine to properly speed up, uh... Hope you guys are doing alright, you know, like I said in the beginning. Uh, hope the weather's over there treating you pretty good. Uh, I live in Kansas, and uh, I'm literally looking at my back door right now, uh, and I can see the trees blowing around, so we have a pretty consistent steady wind going. Um, it's nice and sunny. It was cloudy a little bit ago, uh, mostly cloudy, but now it's all sunny, and... Looking beatified out there. Alright, so finally, the site has loaded. So here are the 2021 Xfinity Series current playoff standings. First is Austin Sendrick with a total of 2,049 points. Second is AJ Allmendinger with 2,033 points. Third, Justin Allgaier with 2,019 uh, points. Uh, there's a little asterisk, uh, star-looking thing. Actually, all three of these drivers are marked with a uh, little at. I'm assuming those mean they're already locked in the playoffs. All right, let me just scroll down and take a look real quick. Okay, so drivers in bold, uh, with a bold asterisk mark, have already won the season... And so, obviously, that means they're locked in the playoffs. Okay, I figured that's what those meant. Uh, I just wanted to make sure. So, uh, fourth is Daniel Hamrick. He has yet to still get a win this year. Fifth, Justin Haley, also winless. Uh, okay, for some reason, it doesn't show. Okay. So... They have this flipped in a certain way um, in the current playoff standings. I guess, from what I'm looking at right now, Jeb Burton and Harrison Burton, huh, brothers, um, I guess both of them are tied with 2008 uh, total points apiece. So, from the way this is now flipped because of that apparent tie, Harrison is in fifth. And then Justin Haley is sixth. And then seventh is Noah Gregson. Eighth is Jeb Burton. Uh, okay, uh, they got this listed out uh, a little weird. Um, if any of you want to go on uh, m.nascar.com and go under the playoffs tab for the Xfinity Series and take a look at this list, um, the starting order of it, is in the correct order, first, second, third, and fourth. But then after fourth, it goes to six, eight, five, seven, twelve, nine. 
Okay. Um, I am not good at reading uh, a screwed up list like this. Um, it takes me a good little bit to finally figure it all out. So you guys can just look for yourselves. Uh, because I'm sure most of you, at least out there, are way smarter than me at reading and figuring out a, a whacked up list. Going fourth and fifth, and then right below fifth is thirteenth, and then below thirteenth is is a uh, ninth. It's like wow. Okay, so uh, anyway, I'll just go ahead and read off the top ten um, if I can, or the top twelve. So, uh, okay, they finally got the proper list in the center in the little red bar looking thing right next to the driver name. Okay, I'm so sorry, guys. Like I said, I am terrible at figuring this kind of thing out. So, here is the correct, uh, current rank. So, Cindric leads the playoffs. Second is... A.J. Almadinger, third, is Justin Allgaier, fourth, Daniel Hemrick. Fifth is Justin Haley, sixth, Jeb Burton, seventh, Harrison Burton. Okay, there we go. So, Jeb is in sixth, Harrison in seventh. Then in eighth place, we have Noah Gregson. Ninth is Myatt Snyder. And tenth is Brandon Jones. Eleventh is Jeremy Clements. And twelfth is Riley Herbst in the 98. And there's a cutoff line in the... Uh, 13th spot below that cutoff line starts with Michael Annette. Obviously, Michael Annette is apparently recovering injury, so he has not been able to race the past few weeks. So that is your current playoffs uh, for all the 12 drivers that are locked into the first round, I think. I think it's round of 16, just like Cup. Uh, I don't know. Okay, anyway, <laughs> I'm a NASCAR fan, and I don't know what the heck I'm talking about with this playoff format thing. Okay, so now let's go back to the current uh, cut playoffs, and we have uh, like three different topics to discuss just in cup alone, but first off, let's read the current points uh, playoff standings. So, first is Kyle Larson. Second is Truex. Third, Kyle Busch. Uh, Truex Jr., that is, um, in the 19. Third is Kyle Busch. Fourth is Chase Elliott. Fifth is Ryan Blaney. Sixth, Alex Bowman. Seventh, William Byron. Eighth, Denny Hamlin. Still has yet to get a win this season. Ninth, Joey Logano. Tenth, Brad Keselowski. Eleventh is the one of Kurt Busch. 12th, Christopher Bale. Uh, 13th, Michael McDowell. 14th is Almirola. 15th, Tyler Reddick. And 16th is Kevin Harvick. And then Austin Dillon with that unfortunate mishap for him after the second stage into there uh, is currently 17th. Minus 25 points out, I think. Yeah. Excuse me. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about, speaking of the three-car of Austin Dillon, uh, let's talk about his unfortunate mishap uh, with uh, the stage two wins there. Uh, so 
of course, I, uh, excuse me. <clears throat> of course, I watched the entire NASCAR race. And I saw the whole incident. Dylan and Kisilowski crossed the start finish line. Uh, Dylan was ahead of Brad. And, you know, stage two had just come to a close. And then all of a sudden, the three gets hooked in the right rear, slams into the outside wall, and nearly flips. Well, the whole entire social media and everything else has instantly started buzzing from the very, very moment that Dylan was wrecked like that. People are saying that Brad intentionally dumped him. People are saying that Dylan moved up a slight bit and then Brad moved down a slight bit at the same time that Austin Dylan was moving up. Well, here's my personal thoughts on it. First of all, I'm a I'm a I'm a Austin Dillon fan and a Keselowski fan. I like Dillon because he drives the number three, and uh, obviously, if you're a NASCAR true redneck like me, you know that the three number was made famous by Dale Earnhardt Sr. And I like Brad because after each time he wins a race of any kind. Cup, Xfinity, trucks, or any other kind of racing, after every time that Brad wins, he carries the American flag during his celebration laps. So, I like Brad for that reason, especially because Brad really cares about America. You know, he's a true patriot. So, my personal viewpoint with everything that happened with the two drivers is this. I don't really have a particular side to stand on. In my eyes, I think it was just a racing incident. You know, Brad got on the radio immediately after and said that he absolutely felt terrible because he did not mean to turn Dylan around like that. He heard the emotion in his voice when they got on the radio to apologize about it. Oh my gosh, oh no, I did not mean to do that. Oh no, 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 I am so sorry. Tell them, tell all the guys there, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to turn them around like that. Pretty much exactly what Brad was saying. So, my personal opinion is that I don't think neither of the drivers were in the wrong. Dylan wasn't in the wrong, but... You all, a lot of you are probably going to think I'm crazy for saying that Brad was not in the wrong. Other than the fact that he could have given Brad a little more room. Just a little more room. But as a whole, in my opinion, it's just a pure racing incident. You know, it's not the first time that uh, two drivers uh, collided in that kind of form. I guarantee you for a, for a true fact that I don't, won't be the last either.
Uh, if you hear that sound in the background, I'm sorry, guys. I'm adjusting my headset mic. I uh, thought I was starting to fall down a little bit. But uh, anyway, um, like I just said, I don't think neither of the drivers are at fault. I think that, you know, it's just, again, a pure racing incident, you know. Sometimes things end up happening. Brad never expected the incident to happen. Dylan definitely did not expect it to happen. But all in all, like I said, I don't really have a particular side to stand on. But the only thing I really have to say is that Brad honestly could have given him more room. But it happens. Even after each stage end, it happens. Personally, I feel really bad for Austin uh, because now he has such a big hole to dig himself out of. He's in a must-win. Because of that mishap at Michigan there, Dylan is now in a must-win scenario. He has to win the last regular season race at Daytona if he wants to be a part of the 16 round. But you know what? I really think that Dylan will have a strong shot next week. And speaking of strong shots, that leads me to our final category of this episode. I always end each episode with predictions of who will win each race. So, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Friday night is the Xfinity race, I believe. Who do I pick to win that? I'm going to go ahead and say You know what? I'm going to call a bit of an oddball. Uh, dark horse, as some people like to call it. I'm going to pick the nine and Noah Gregson to win. Because he still has yet to win this season. He's come so close quite a few times. But bad lady luck was just always against him. So it might be, you know, for those of you that are listening right now, uh, to me talk. It might be a dark horse in your guys' uh, opinions. We'll just have to go ahead and wait to see how the cards play out. And remember, especially at tracks like Daytona and Dega, <laughs> we are all unsure of what's going to go down. And nobody, nobody, not even Dale Earnhardt himself would ever know what would exactly go down until the checkered flag dropped. And I'll mean the stage in checkered flag. I mean the race checkered flag. Not the, not the green and white, the black and white. Of course, there are no stage racing uh, back in Seniors Day and whatnot. But... I just say, we're going to let it play out, but I'm going to pick Noah Gregson to win. So Now for the Cup Series on Saturday night, you all know that I'm going to pick Chase Elliott every time. 
And usually for each series in each of their races, I only pick one driver. But in the cup for this Saturday night, I'm going to pick two. Just for cup. If Chase Elliott doesn't win this Saturday, then I'm going to pick Austin Dillon. Because Dillon is so good at Daytona. He won the 2018 Daytona 500. He also won uh, one of the two uh, dual races at the start of this season. He was on track to placing a top five finish in the 2015 Coke 0400 race. Obviously, of course, that was a race where he hit the fence. Um... But I think even when he was doing that, I think he still placed in the top 10. So, Dylan has good runs and good finishes most of the time at Daytona. So, if Chase Elliott can't win, I'm going to pick Austin to win. So, those are my picks. Uh, one more recap for Jess Lowe's. Uh, Xfinity race at Daytona. I'm picking Noah Gregson for Cup on Saturday night. It's either Chase Elliott. Well, one is Chase Elliott. Always will be him. And second, only for the fact that Austin's been through a lot, you know, as far as not having to dig himself out of a huge hole to get in the playoffs. Like I said a few minutes ago, he is in a must-win situation. A must-win that obviously means if you don't win, you're done. You're not going to be able to chase a championship this year. So if Chase can't win, I'm going for Austin Dillon. I think he's going to be up there in the front of the pack pretty much the whole time anyway. Because like I just noted, Dillon has a lot of strong runs and solid finishes at Daytona. And Talladega alike some. Well, anyway, that is it for uh, episode six of the NASCAR Genuine Fan Talk uh, pod with Dawson Lawrence. I am your host, as always, Dawson Lawrence. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. I hope you guys liked it. Uh, let me know what you guys think, too. If you really think that my podcasts have been pretty good so far, it's still relatively brand new. But if you guys think that, each of these episodes so far that I've put up are off to a good start. Please let me know in the comment section what you think. I would honestly love to hear your feedback. In fact, actually, as odd as this may sound, I actually would beg you guys and gals for your feedback. If it's positive feedback, hey, just keep on doing what I'm doing and make it great. If it's not really negative feedback, but more like a feedback with a bunch of critiques, you know, fixing little mistakes, please let me know that too. You won't hurt my feelings. So please let me know if I'm doing good for starting off this thing so far or if I need to fix a thing or two or three, whatever. Go ahead and let me know either way. Well, thank you guys so much. One more time. 
This is Dawson Lawrence with Genua NASCAR Fan Talk, episode 6 on Monday. This is Monday, August 23rd, that's right. Alright, so thank you guys so, so much, and once again, God bless you. Jesus Christ will always love you. See you guys in the next episode.